Right, so you do the intro. Okay. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. The amount of times we've said that and recorded it and not put it out. Because it's always a shambles. No. Well, the first one was all right. Why are you sitting over there? Sorry. The first one was all right. The second one we recorded and we, we had a glass of wine. Absolutely awful. <laughs> we just talked absolute garbage. Then we recorded it again with the same sort of theme. It was about friendships, wasn't it? And something, something like, like that. that. But it was like two hours long. Yeah. And then we recorded it again and we lost it all because our computer just absolutely died on us and we lost it all so we're starting from scratch we now we have a plan i have things written in a book i am organized aren't i yeah so we've had about since the first one it's a gap of about a year i think yeah even though you keep saying i think i looked and it was last august you were like recording the second podcast i was like yeah i know but people quickly forget about that though don't they no no one, well, nobody's got in touch saying, well, where's the second one? Would you ever get in touch with somebody and say, uh, you said you were going to do this and you didn't? I bet some people would. What are you doing? Because you, that's going to be picked up on sound, that. What, me playing with my hairband? Uh, yeah. I've got longer. Right, either put your bobble in right. or put it down. It's like talking to one of the kids. Do we need to talk about we used to be on the 1900 Island? Do you think people, if they're listening to it, already know that? Obviously, if they're listening to it, they already know it. I don't know. Do we cover it? So we took part in a um, living history series called the 1900 Island, where we lived on in the pilot cottages on Llanwyn Island off the coast of Anglesey. And we stayed there for four weeks and we lived life as an Edwardian fishing community with three other families um so you can find us on instagram and acorn tv it's on there yeah. isn't it yeah right so my plan is to put an instagram post up and then we're going to do a podcast about it because it's far easier than trying to type everything out i never know how to get across what i want to say and it's always like far too long for an instagram post so i thought I knew that would happen. I knew the clock had chime at some point. We didn't time that well, did we? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I thought this is going to be an easier way to do it. I think we'll be able to explain a lot more. And I can just ramble on then. As people like, fast forward, fast forward. She's rambling, fast forward. About shoes. About shoes. So, yeah, so we've put um, a picture on of the boots that I wore on the island. Sort of what's left of them, because they really are falling apart. And I thought we'd sort of just delve a little bit deeper into, you know, on the face of it, it's just a pair of boots. But there was sort of a lot about them, wasn't it? You know, and um, I'd sort of, I did put it on Instagram about, um, you know, how there was a, a routine to putting the boots on and a structure to, you know, the day and things like that. And compared to, to the modern day. We did everything. We were just talking just before we started recording, weren't we, that... You know, there was probably you didn't have loads of shoes. It was like one pair of shoes. Well, you had you had just one pair for the whole thing. Yeah. Didn't you? So I'd whereas one... I had some for Sunday best. Yeah. But you had the same shoes for everything. But what yeah. was ridiculous when you think about it was those shoes you used for everything, whether you went out on the long walks, but they were falling to bits. Yeah. Or whether you were just around the cottage, but then you'd use them for Sunday best. You'd have all those 
lovely clothes on your Sunday best, but the battered pair of shoes. I know, I know. But we were talking about sort of the modern way we do things. So I know every family's different, but we tend to, you know, come into the house, kick off our shoes, put them in the shoebox, they're all away. We're sort of barefoot nearly all the time. Um, we have multiple shoes, which is just an absolute bugbear of mine, but we do have, <laughs> you know, there's football boots, trainers, sandals, flip-flops, well, winter boots, school shoes. Yeah, of course we're a big family, but we all do have multiple. And that's that's just the way it is, isn't it? You have multiple shoes for for everything you do. Um, but yeah, on the island, I only had one pair of boots. So things like when we did do the, the big walk, when we did walk and go um, cockling, you know, they were full of sand. He didn't even bother emptying them. Didn't like, it was such off. a faff to have to try and bend down. Mind and... you, your shoes were in such a state, the sand just probably ran out of the soles. I know, I know. They did, they really <laughs> were falling apart. And if they got wet, you could, you know, try and put them... Well, you're not meant to put them on the fire because they crack, don't they? Sort of too close to the fire. So we used to put them on the maiden and just fingers crossed they were dry and we sort of were always... You know, is that thing of, do we keep the fire going tonight? So you can be able to wake up in the middle of the night and just add more coal to the fire just to keep it warm so we can try and dry or, the boots. Or we'd hang them. Do you remember? Yeah, we'd the, hang them on the laces. That's right, we'd hang them by the laces. From, what's it called? Yeah, the maiden. No, the one that went up to the ceiling. The maiden. Is that what we called it? I thought yeah, it was called something rack. else. Yeah. Which was on a pulley system, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is great. Sometimes it'd work, you know, we, we could dry things off. But if it was if your boots were saturated, it just took so long for them to dry. So it was just, oh, putting the stockings on the next morning and then you'd slide your feet into cold, wet boots. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd be desperate to get them dry, but... You'd know that they were just going to get wet again. And... But that was only because we'd never take them off, really, until we went to bed. But because we were working in one way or another until sort of... 11 at night. Yeah. You know. And they, hit, never, and it, they never had time to dry, did they? No. And in modern day, obviously, you, you, you know, you come in, you take your shoes off, and then if you go in night, you put them back on again, and you go in and take them off again. But there, it was, we were in and out so much, there was just no way we could do it, and no way I could do it with my corset on either. That's what I'd sort of highlighted on the, the photograph that I put up the other day. You know, it was... There really was like a set routine, which I you just don't think about these things. And it was obviously, you know, we were advised, I was advised to do it, and sort of you, we were given loads of, you know, information and what was historically correct. And, you know, I was told how this was how they would get dressed. And it was only, I was thought, well, get out of bed, like straight away, put my stockings on and put my boots on. Like, while well, I've still got my nightie on, it just didn't seem right then, obviously. As soon as you put a, put a course on, you think, oh, yeah, there's no way I could no way I could do this. No way I could bend over and do it. Or it's just, you can, but it's really awkward. It is really, really, you know, it's really hard going sort of doing it. It's like when you're pregnant and you can't tie your, you know, tie your shoelaces or paint your toenails or whatever. You just can't reach over your tummy. It's just, it's sort of that type of thing. You just can't bend. Um... See, I looked at you then as if you were going to, like, say something because you, like, just, like, nodded at me. I was like... Yeah, I was nodding at you because you were on a roll. <laughs> I thought you are doing well here. You're all right. <laughs> the way you were looking. I was just thinking you should have checked me phone while she's going on. Well, that's not... That's not <laughs> no, necessary, is it? That's, that's uncalled for. No, I, but... <laughs> I think with the... With the shoes as well, you, but yours were really battered. Yours were really, really in bits. Yeah. 
we did I think one of the kids as well it was one but of the day girls. one it wasn't like you ruined them they were done in yeah I think it was one of the girls I think it was Lily's boots that were quite battered as well and we did um take them to Joe in the boatyard didn't we because we yeah. were just you know like what do you do you keep looking at them and you think can I sew them and you're sort of messing around with them thinking oh, you know they're starting to really flap about and I can't do anything with them so we sent them to Joe in the end and said can you try and you put some pins in them, didn't you? Did to hold to keep them, the soles yeah. on. It worked on Lily's. I don't think it worked as much. I think mine were just <clears> absolute goners, but it did work on Lily's boots. Yeah, yours were just gone. And if anyone's seen a picture on Instagram, you can see how battered they were. But yeah. you, you were walking in them when they were that state. You were doing, you know, wherever it was, 10 mile round trips. Yeah. To go and do bits and pieces in the sand. You know, it was all a bit of a mess, really. But I also love them. It's so strange because when you buy a pair of shoes, you know, you buy them from new and you, they mould to your feet. But these ones are the same, even though they weren't new. So, you know, you get used to, your feet get used to them so quickly. Mine didn't, you see. No, yours the, were. You were just horrible. I had those big heavy boots, mm. which were supposed to be my size, but clearly, you know, they were battered because they were meant to be lived in and I get all that. But they really rubbed at times, mm. especially on the long walks. It was always on the ankle. They rubbed a hell of a lot, and that's when I figured out if we had any, like, I could wear my big, thick socks, which are really warm, but I could shove a little bit of, like, newspaper down the side yeah, onto my ankle gosh, to protect yeah. us like a little barrier mm. just to get through. So almost like a little pad or guard on my ankles made out of newspaper. You borrowed Clive's at some point as well, didn't you? Which you just wouldn't, again, that's something that we wouldn't do, <clears throat> really. We wouldn't do that. Nowadays, you would not well, next door and say, "Sorry, can I just borrow your shoes?" And you know, but the ridiculous even if you're thing with was, your friends, but um, the funny thing about that was that when I mentioned my shoes and Clive offered his, he'd had those shoes for four weeks and hadn't used them. <laughs> he had like three pairs because they were like, you know, they, they were richer they, than us. Yeah, well, they were richer. Yeah, basically, they were richer than us, and he had like three. He had like shoes lying around. He said, "Oh, they're too big for me," and they fit me perfectly. <laughs> I've been walking around in these horrible boots for, for a month <laughs> that were chewing up my ankles, you know. <laughs> and, I, and it's so ridiculous that when I got those off Clive, I really liked them. And think about what we were wearing and our get-up. I had all, like, you know, the fishing stuff on. But they were tanned. They were, like, a tan colour. And I thought, well, they look quite smart, these. You know, when actually I was just wearing a load of Edwardian clothes. <laughs> but I was still sort of, you know conscious of what my shoes look like and thought oh, these are quite nice they didn't stay nice for long because of course I was walking through all the muscle beds in them and all sorts yeah. I forgot you had them yeah yeah I can picture yeah. them now I can picture them now in my head yeah and they, had, and they were steel toe capped as well yeah unbelievable Really? Imagine if I had two pairs because they were going spur for ages. I would never have had wet feet, really. I know. I could have just swapped. I know. Because at one point I actually switched because my, my working boots, not they weren't as bad a state as yours, but because of the comforts and all that kind of stuff, I had Sunday best boots, so I had two pairs. So I was using them when we were working. Ones were wet, so by the time I come to wear my Sunday best, they were in a mess as well. Yeah. But but they were a lot thinner. I couldn't really wear them for work. 
Yeah, no, they were just for... They were just literally for your church service and, you know, enjoying your day of rest. But you had and I didn't. Just going to point that out. <laughs> the day of rest we're meant to have where I didn't rest at all. <laughs> I think I was busier on a Sunday than it was every other day we of the were week. all around, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Because Sunday was the and day And we were rest. meant to have, like, a roast dinner. Everyone seemed to have a roast and I was just like, <gasps> how on earth am I going to make a roast out of I the think... pickings that we've got? I'm trying to think, when we had anything close to a roast, we had that rack of lamb, didn't we, when we first... When we first got that. See, little things like that as well. Going off the subject, the shoes here, but when we first got there, we had that rack of lamb. And then we had, like, quite a good meal the first couple nights of that rack of lamb. And then so naively, whatever was left, I think we gave it we away. We gave to Kate and Arwell. And they made a soup out of it. Yeah. And then a couple of days later, we were starving. And, and you I... think... Why didn't you know, we make a soup out of it? Lessons learnt, though, isn't it? I know. I know. And then still, with, with the with the whole footwear stuff, the kids as well, because the girls had shoes that were like yours. Yeah. It's just strange when you're, you're just in... And they're heel boots, and you're in heel boots. I mean, even when you're going to work, and, you you know, if you wear heels in work, you come home and you, you, know, you kick your shoes off, you kick your heels off. You know, you flex your feet, you sort of pad around in your bare feet and and you just couldn't do that. And you didn't do that till I was undressed. I was, mm. you know, they were the last thing I took off. Totally undressed and then bent down, able to take my boots off, full of sand, tip the sand out by the front door. You know, when they're ready by my bed then for the next morning the sand is everywhere so as soon as your foot hits the tiles or hits the wooden floors in our bedroom sand. my feet were just covered sweep up forever not just for, for cleanliness but even with the faint hope that you might be able to walk around without your shoes on but you couldn't no you couldn't because that was always the thing always when, when people you know say what was it like and stuff like that and ask different questions the one I always point out is I've said it to you a million times it's when you got up in the morning and it was a hard lifestyle from the moment you open your eyes. Because the moment you open your eyes, first of all, it's that dingy little cottage, as much as we loved it. But the moment you put your, you got your feet out of bed and put them on the floor, it was that cold, hard floor with bits of sand, stone, yeah. no matter how much you brushed it and kept yeah. it nice. So you'd walk from your bed to go and right, the very first thing to do is get the stove going, I'll put some candles on, because there, there was no great deal of light coming in. You were doing it all, you know, on the on on that floor, and the floor wasn't even, was it? Do you remember? No, yeah. Had those tiles, but the tiles, some of the tiles were missing. So you had to be careful. So you're like, okay, I'll have to put some socks on, and then you think, okay, I'll have to put my shoes on. So you'd be, I'd be walking around in that Edwardian nightgown, yeah, like um, a poor man Scrooge, yeah. You know, the only thing I didn't have was the hat <laughs> that comes with it, but with these black boots on, yeah, going about. You know, your business. So, so, And you didn't have anything else because we were using, OK, we had the chamber pots for through the night. But as soon as you woke up in the morning, you know, more than likely they were full, full-ish. You didn't want to go in them again. So we wanted to go to the outside toilet. And you can't just... Again, you think if you go to the beach, you run around in your bare feet. But we, we just didn't at all. You, you just couldn't do that. And especially no. going to the toilets outside No, as well. but we had to look after you our feet like, as well. You had to, like, put your boots on. So as soon as I thought, well, I'll put my boots on, well, they're all torn and everything inside, so I had to put my stockings on straight away. You know, it's you hard, isn't it? Out. Because you, you can't just 
like you would now, you might go down the beach and, as you say, run around bare feet. But we couldn't do that there because... It, it wasn't that You weren't type. there to relax and run no. around the beach. You were in and out of different places. The day, you know, so you had to look after your feet, so it was important. But I must admit, on the rare occasions that I ventured outside in the middle of the night, because it wasn't a chamber pot job, <laughs> um, I wouldn't put my shoes on. I'd put my socks on. Did you? Did you just go out in your socks? Yeah, because we had that little bit of... It was like sand and, and broken cockle shells, wasn't it? Down the side. Down the side, so it was mm. soft enough to go round. Yeah. Um, but part of the reason wasn't because of laziness, but because it was so dark in the night. You know, it's not like there was any light pollution. Yeah. It was black, wasn't it? Yeah. Apart from maybe, you know, we tried, didn't we, our best to try and have some light, you know, maybe it was lantern and stuff, but you couldn't really because it was a fire risk. And if it was... A- so rather than go through that rigmarole of trying to find my shoes and, and lace them up in, in the pitch black, you just think, right, I'll just... And so you took the lantern outside. outside if it was really, really windy, just blow it out. So you're then trying to yeah. cover... You're trying to, like, cover your the lantern with your nightgown, you know, and it's blowing a gale. You just think, oh, gosh. You know, this is... It's not working. And, you know, and... So I didn't know where the shoes were. I knew where they were, but... Because, again, cause it, it was too dark, but they were underneath that little table, do you remember, that was just inside the, the front door and just next to the bedroom. We had yeah, that table, well, the kids, all the, the shoes were underneath it. Yeah. Mine were next to the bed. I always had mine next to the bed. Yours next to the bed. See, I yeah. never kept them in the bedroom because I just never felt like there was enough room to... I know, there was enough room to have swing a cat around. in there. <laughs> Although, having said that, the kids still found... Plenty of ways of climbing on top oh, of it. Oh, yeah, it was, like a, it was like an absolute playground for them, you know, and, and with their <laughs> shoes on as well that were absolutely filled with sand. But they were the same. They didn't take theirs off. Never took... As soon as they got up in the morning, admittedly, we'd carry them from their bed, the little ones. We'd carry them from their mm. bed and sit them at the table, give them breakfast, get them dressed, shoes on, and that was it. You know, in, until night time. They just never, never took them off, which, admittedly, it's just... The the things that we wanted to talk about are just things that we didn't think about before and they're like little insights into our experience. You know, who knows what, you know, hist- how historically correct absolutely everything we're going to talk about is. But it's more, this is what we experienced, this is what, you know, we were either advised to do or things that we found were a lot easier that were in keeping with the time, you know, but... Yeah, and I think I think that's the thing, isn't it? You know, there's obvious questions that you can ask about the show, but I think at the core of it for us, because we often say, don't we, oh, do you remember how that smelt or how that yeah. felt? And, you know, it's all those, the sensory stuff that, that sort of plays in our mind. Because we'll be doing stuff, won't we, when we go, oh, that's took me straight back to the island. Yeah. And it can, you know... There's a house I run past, it's got a coal fire. And every time I run past it, it just takes me right back. I can just, I can smell it. Oh, really? Yeah, on the day before yesterday. So, so, the day before yesterday, I had a run along the beach and they must have had their fire on. I could smell it straight away. But you know what's uh, talking about the shoes and everything and you need them to, to move around? I remember, because, you know, you could get up in the morning and think, oh, I forgot to put some coal aside the night before. So I'd go out to get some coal from the um, the coal store which was the opposite end of the of the, of the cottages. Yeah. So it was the far cuts. end from us. So you go down there, you're sort of bleary-eyed, it's blown a force 10 gale. You know, you've got all the rain and everything. And for some reason, Clive was always at the, at the coal store. <laughs> like like he'd, he'd gone there one day and never left it. You've been to bed, Clive. 
like he'd froze in the middle of the night and he'd be there and I still remember it, like a blue stripy nightgown that he had mm. and he'd just be there barefooted with his gout shoveling away to get coal. Yeah. You know, but he was made of tough stuff anyway, Clive. He was an old salty sea dog, wasn't he? Mm. You know, so he'd be there and I'd be sort of shuffling there in my nightgown and boots, you know. But yeah, but I, I just think stuff stuff like the shoes, that's one of those things that's really personal to each person yeah. because you came to rely on them so much. They were just, you know, it's made up of others. Sounds you know, silly to say I think because that, mine but... was so broken, I was able to keep mine, which was just, I just adore them. And they are, they're hung up. They're hung up in the house and they're just my constant reminder. You know, I, I look at them, I touch them. They're absolutely solid. They're so crunchy and hard. You know, and like I don't even want to put my foot inside them again because I'm scared in case they wreck them even more. But they're just hung up, and I just love. Oh, you're not even love, tempted to put them no, on once. No, no, because last time I put my foot in them, I was an Edwardian, and I'm not now. Do you think it'd get you? Because there are, I know there are times yeah, for probably. both of us when when we're transported back. Yeah, and but they're just, they're just. I just love looking at them. I love that they're hung up. I don't think I'll ever take them down. I absolutely love them. I don't think we've got the. I don't think we've got any of the kids' ones. To be fair, oh no, Ruby's got put... hairs. Sorry, Ruby got hairs, and actually, when we came back off the island, she wore hairs to go shopping. Yeah, hers yeah, are a really lo- good. Yeah, nick, hers are really good. Nick, she really, she loves hairs. She likes wearing hairs. I think if you put yours on, I think they just sort of turn to dust. I know. Honestly, I think they completely <laughs> fall apart. I reckon held you, on with a heap and a prayer because you've really got them because you've got them hung on that. Hook, I think if you took them off, the laces would just stay in that shape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're, they're just like frozen now. I love them, I absolutely love them. So, I think I might all our, loads of our clothes are in the loft. I mean, that is just stuff. that is an absolute bacteria fest up there. It really is. I haven't washed them. I washed one of the boys' shirts just to see how much of the grime would come out. One was my hand washed one. And then one is a machine-washed one, just to compare. Miles apart. Miles apart. But even the machine-washed one couldn't get that dirt out. But I do think <laughs> if I open that bag, I don't know, it's going to smell of all sorts. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's been a while, No, I'm saving that. I'm saving that. I have. I have. Oh, we're not talking about that till next time. No, I have, I have a list. I have a strict list we're going to stick to. OK. We're not going to waver because we're bad at prattling on. Well, that's the thing, though, but it will be interesting to talk about the clothes because, of course, as a slight insight to the next one, then, there is there are clothes that we've continued to wear, or certainly I have. Not so much in the summer because, you know, the clothes that we had were for the winter, but I'm looking forward to the autumn coming back around in the winter so I can yeah, start wearing we them again. Yeah, some. And then some that we just weren't able to keep that were just absolutely gutted. Yeah. Just gutted that we couldn't keep stuff. But... And some, like, I bought a corset, not one that was... In keeping with the era. Did you have to give but, up give up your corset? Yeah, yeah, they were just hired. But um, hired? Who's going to take them back? Well, it's for period dramas and things like that. I mean, well, I suppose so. I mean, oh. What do you ever? What are you watching? Like Pause. period dramas yeah. on TV? Thinking. I wonder if she's wearing mine. Under she's that. wearing mine. <laughs> like Kerry but, Mulligan or somebody. Yeah. She got mine on. No, she's a, <laughs> she's like half the size of me. <laughs> Goodness. Of course, it's going really I small. I do think anyway. it was it was rotten when I handed that back. Everything was rotten. I think that 
they need a proper boil wash then. It's smart, isn't it? I know. It's smart, I isn't know. it? But going, going back to the original thing with your shoes, it's amazing how when you got those shoes, they were a mess and all the hard work you did in them. Yeah. It shows how well made they were, despite them being in bits, that everything you did, all that walking, all that hard work in those shoes, and they yeah. managed to last And sort of things that, you know, through. they think of, like, you step in the boat, there's no other way to get across the boat, you've got to, like, walk into the water. It's just the way it is. You sort of look at it and you think, oh, I need to be able to hop across, I need... Oh no, there's uh, there's just nothing else I can do. If I'm going to get from that boat from the sand into that boat, I need to be able to just walk into the water. So I'm just going to have to put up with wet feet for the rest of the day. So yeah, so that's our little, our little bit about boots. Our little journey. I've got a book of these. Honestly, next one, underwear. <laughs> There's one to tune in for. I know. I haven't got any of my... I haven't got any of my... No, I haven't got my step-ins. Natalie, Again, good to, luck to who got I, them. I wouldn't want to keep any of the underwear we use because it all stunk. Do you know, I think... I think I might have some of yours in the loft, actually. You've got some of my stinky underwear in the no, loft? No, but I think I've got, like, your... Like, the top part, your long johns, you know, like you had the vest. Yeah. I, I don't know whether I've got them, actually. I'll have to have a look. I'll get them all out. But, yeah... It's all the info one. And just the, the surprise of um, crutchless pants. Well, there that we was... go. Well, there's, there's um, a tantalising teaser for everybody for the next episode. <laughs> That's um, one way to put it. Smelly underwear and... Uh, crutchless pants. Crutchless pants. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right, cheers.